Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm Lisa Bell. And I'm Candace Campos. We have an interesting guest today. So we're talking about a biology professor at yes. Polk State. We are talking about a New York transplant and doing something all out of his home with the help of his two sons. That's right. Yeah. He is crazy. a busy guy. We are so happy to be joined today by Bill Caldecutt from Bagel Boy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I say this, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I wish we had smell-o-vision because you brought in some of your bagels. They smell amazing. I feel like I am in the middle of a bakery right now. It's intoxicating. It's an addiction <laughs> and it can be a problem. It's so good. So this is fascinating. As Candace said, you are a biology professor. Your wife is a biology professor. Yes. But you're making bagels. Doesn't seem to make sense, does it? <laughs> so how did this all start? Um, I, I guess the best way to describe it is in, in terms of how it literally started. There was a pandemic. Right. And so our, We're familiar. <laughs> our, our, our jobs, like a lot of people in education, wound up going online for, for a period. So... We were home and homeschooling two kids, and so there was, you know, not a lot of spare time, but time available at weird times. So I did a lot of baking at night, like a lot of people did during those times, and it led to learning how to make a lot of things because I'm a New York transplant, and like all people who move down here, you miss the foods that you grew up with, right. things that you took for granted and that you now miss. So bagels, pizza, I tried making all of those things. And after a while, I started sharing them, and people started to encourage me. And that's usually when things get weird. When people start to encourage you, you start to come up with ideas. So um, I grew up with my dad um, doing swimming pools in New York. And I think a lot of the things that are good about me, there are some good things. I think <laughs> most of that stuff stems from the experiences that I had out working with him, learning responsibility, dealing with people, learning how to do things, learning skills. And I, I wanted to do something like that for, for my older son and then my younger son. So I thought, what I did for a living doesn't lend itself to that. So we invented something that would work for that. So I kind of took this new baking obsession and tried to transform it into something that I could use to you know, help out with my kids, let them get up in the morning, learn some responsibility, have some fun, you know, and do something really you know, fascinating, do something for the community also. So we're so I'm thinking science here. I'm thinking biology. Right. Do you feel like biology helped you in the yes, creation the of these bagels? Background. Cooking is chemistry. Right. Chemistry is cooking, and so yeah. I mean, laboratory experience, <laughs> uh, formulation, recipes, and so trial and error, experimentation, all went into this. Absolutely. So I don't have a background in baking. That's anything professional. I, I like to cook a lot, but in terms of this, there was a lot of. Um, learning to do. I mean, I, I dabbled with a little sourdough every once in a while, like everybody did during the pandemic, but it, I didn't create a, a business. Yes. I mean, now looking back at it, can you believe where, you know, where you've, where you've gone so I'm far? having a lot of trouble believing any of this right now, <laughs> to be honest with you. So, yeah. Uh, this is fascinating to me. My husband's family is also from New York, and I've heard that story 
time and time again. They come to Florida and they can't find a good bagel and they're looking for it. So what is it when you go to a store and you get a store-bought bagel versus this? Describe the difference. I mean, these for just me. look different. Yeah. You, you really want me to get started on Let's that? Let's get started. Let's dive right in. So, no, I mean, you talk to somebody who's a transplant from New York, within the first two sentences, they're going to mention bagels or pizza or both <laughs> and talk about how much they miss it. And that was right. part, of, part of what inspired this is everybody who comes down to Florida from New York, if they visit New York, everybody says to them, bring me back bagels. So they end up with their trunk filled, their luggage filled with bagels. <laughs> um, a lot of effort goes into that, or people will order them online for incredibly crazy amounts of money. Yes. So I thought, this can be done here. And so I think that's, that's all kind of part of what went into this was that idea. But um, in terms of missing the food from New York, I think that's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you, you can go online and read about your story a little bit, but what's interesting about your bagels, you talk about how it's actually, there are very few ingredients, but they're mm-hmm. quality ingredients that right. go into making it versus something you might find at a store that's full of all sorts of different things. And like you said, the, the, the people miss them because you can get bagels here, but it's not the same. And that's mm-hmm. that's that intangible thing. But I think what it is is a lot of the bagels that are available here are made in factories. Uh, a lot of the stores that sell them that seem to be bagel shops are bringing them in frozen, heating them and, and selling them. Finding bagels that are actually made from scratch, handmade from ingredients, that's, that's harder to find. In Claremont, it can't be found really. So you can go into some of the cities and find some places that are making them for real. But these are made with just flour, yeast, water, salt, malt syrup, and, and that's it. And then handmade, hand-rolled. So my son, uh, my older son, does all of the dough production, and he does the measuring, and he does the, the work at night, the night before, and then I do the rolling, the, the shaping of the bagels, and then in the morning we do the boiling, the baking, and the boys do the delivering. Yeah. You say the difference between this, this is a real bagel, whereas something else you might discover is just a roll with a hole. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's, it's easy to make a, a good bagel. It's hard to make a, an authentic one. Yeah. You know, it ha- that takes a lot of practice, trial and error, and, and know-how for the, the steps and the skills involved. And the boiling is key, right? Because you've got this, this nice outer mm-hmm. layer to the bagel. Tell us how, why that's so important. Well, if, if you just take bread and put it in the oven, you get bread with maybe a crust, um, but you're not going to have that thick, leathery, chewy coating that's supposed to be on there. That's the boiling. The water mixes with the gluten and the flour combined with the heat, and it gelatinizes the gluten, turns it into kind of a, a rubbery paste in the raw bagel, and then when it goes into the oven, that firms up into what you know as that chew when you bite into a bagel. So without boiling a bagel, it isn't a bagel. It's a roll with a hole. So during this trial and error process that began during the pandemic, when you said, okay, I've got to do something, right, mm-hmm. to stay busy, I'm going to make bagels, who was your guinea pig? Because if I serve up anything to my six-year-old son, right. he's going to devour it and hopefully say it's delicious. Uh, <laughs> but to perfect it, how did you get to that point? Well, I, I had to do something. So did I eat a few? I'm going to admit to that. <laughs> and so I would, I would hand them over to my yeah. wife to taste. And is she also from New York? Sure. So, yeah. so she knows what a good bagel is. So mm-hmm. she made a very good guinea pig, and she gave me some good feedback. Yeah. And then it turned to give them some to the neighbors, uh, yeah. bringing some. My, my mom was our first customer, our first paying customer. Okay. Um, and so going around the neighborhood, fa- friends, family, handing them out. And that's when I started to realize people were really, really kind of yeah. enjoying them. And you, were saying, and you were saying you're, uh, you're in Claremont, mm-hmm. but I guess we call it this kind of a cottage business. Mm-hmm. So what right. does that mean? This is, this is all being done under what Florida calls the um, cottage food mm-hmm. law. So 
it's, it's, a, it's a really, I think, a generous thing that Florida and a lot of states have that allow people as private citizens to make and sell certain types of food, not all types, mm-hmm. um, without uh, food inspections, without a licensed kitchen, without a lot of the, the paperwork and a lot of the, the red tape that's involved. Uh, you're limited to foods that are not potentially hazardous things that don't carry, you know, foodborne illness potentially. So breads are a really common thing that you'll see people doing as a cottage industry or jams, cookies, cakes, things like that. But that is one reason why you cannot sell things like um, cream cheese. Yeah, I knew you were going to say cream yeah. cheese. That's our most <laughs> common request is can yes. you sell cream cheese? And the answer is no, because yeah. that requires uh, refrigeration. Mm-hmm. So bagels only, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I think it's still nice to be able to do just this. Yeah, That's absolutely. So how do you how do you work in your house? I mean, so are you only do delivery? You, right. You is your up? kitchen full of like 10 ovens? How do you do the, this? The kitchen is busy. So I've, <laughs> I've added an appliance or two over time. Uh, luckily, Craigslist is filled with broken appliances. And my background with swimming pools also taught me how to fix things. So we were able to get a couple of things and fix them up and add them into the, the kitchen to make this a little bit better. But our schedule is we deliver on Saturday mornings. We take orders online through our website. And uh, we deliver to people in about 30 different subdivisions around where we live. We have a little radius mm-hmm. where we know that we can reach. Mm-hmm. So the two boys and I will do the delivery Sunday morning. And a couple of people who are a little bit too far away will ask us if they can come and pick up. So we arrange for them to come to the house. And, get them. and sometimes they'll even deliver them by their red wagon, I understand. That's how we started. That's on our logo was our first trips were just in our neighborhood. This was not meant to be anything any bigger than going around our so neighborhood delivering sweet. to neighbors. So right. That, those first couple of mornings, we're riding around the neighborhood pulling a red wagon. Even if they were not delicious, who could resist that, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, th- that was kind of the idea. <laughs> so does your house always smell like bagels? I, no, I, I, would not, I would not be allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> a house that always smells like bagels is not, uh, not as good as you would think because the, the hunger that comes from smelling a bakery in your house, Sundays only. Yeah, <laughs> Sundays only. And, you know, you started out just wanting to, to fill your time, but you... I understand have learned just so much in the process, like all of the laws regulating the oh, cottage sure. industry in the state of Florida. Yeah, it's, it's important to stay within the boundaries. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do anything that's, that's going to be you know, against any guidelines mm-hmm. or regulations. So studying those, making sure as they, as they are updated and making sure that people understand it because people will ask us very often to do things and I, it's, you kind of have to turn people down and say, I'm sorry, but we can't do that. Yeah. We, we can't sell that. And how often do you have people approaching you saying, hey, I want to do something like this out of my house. What do I need to do? I haven't had anybody say that to me yet, but I, I do see online, you'll see people advertising similar types of businesses. Yeah. And so it's, it's becoming, I think, a little bit more common because the Florida law, I think in 2021 changed and it increased the amount that people are allowed to do with this. And it it uh, became a little bit less restrictive. So You've now been doing this for about two years. What do your boys think of this after being in it for a little bit? They, they love it. Um, my older son, he's, he's very serious about it. He's very responsible. Uh, Sunday mornings, he's up right on time, getting dressed, gets his little brother dressed. Uh, he enjoys it very much, and I think he takes a lot of pride in it. And uh, my younger son keeps asking me, when do I get to take over? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, I mean, it really has become a bonding experience for yeah. all of you guys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all of your profits are going to their college fund, right? Yeah, this yeah. is, uh, I, I don't make a penny off of this. And, yeah. and so uh, what I do is, is to help them to do this so that this is kind of like a big giant lemonade stand kind of a, of a venture. So everything that they do make in terms of profit or tips, which which is, you know, we try to keep the prices as low as we can because it's also about, you know, doing something nice with the community. But anything that's extra, they're putting away, and that'll go directly into their college. That has to be fascinating to watch that as a parent, to see the learning process, and then to see the reward and see them being rewarded. 
Yeah, I, I think it's it's fun to see them learning the things that a lot of kids don't learn because yeah. they don't get to go out during the day and experience interacting with so many different people, right. so many different kinds of people. Yeah. And they make me incredibly proud because they deal with um, the friendliest of people and once in a while somebody who's maybe a little bit of a challenge. But they're learning things that everybody has to understand how to do at some point. And they're learning that now and they're doing it in fantastic style. Listen, getting up on, getting up early on a Sunday. Yes, that is some that as a as a young boy, right? right. Um, and there are so many different facets. I mean, even like the web development. Did you guys do all of that? Create your website by yourself? Yeah, we had to early on find a way to you know collect orders and things like that. So uh, we set up a website. Uh, we set up a Facebook account and. Mm -hmm. um, my older son, he takes some of his courses through Florida Virtual, and one of them is coding. And so he's starting to get interested wow. in helping with the website and maybe add some features to it. So that'll, that'll be on his plate also. Great practice. It is great practice. Yeah. So tell us what you brought today because it smells amazing. It looks amazing. Look. So, so I'm one of these that buys my bagels in like bulk. Um, <laughs> where I freeze them and I know sure. it's blasphemy here. But yeah, these smell, look, feel different. They're, they're real bagels, rolled by hand, made fresh this morning. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, they're like a pillow. Mm -hmm. So the, the ideal, if you ask me, people yes. will differ. The ideal for bagels to be soft on the inside, chewy on the outside. You should have to tear it a little bit to get a bite off of it. Okay. So that's, that's when you know it's ideal. And what do we have here? What are we looking at? These are all the varieties that we offer. I think it's one of each of them. So mm. I can name them all if you like. Yes, please. Quickly. Yeah. Onion, salt. Asiago, Asiago with everything, everything, salt again, uh, sesame, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, plain, and we're coming up with something to do for Valentine's Day. I love for the holidays, that. we try to come up with something a little bit different each time. So uh, and, and is that a plain bagel? That's a plain bagel, just a little bit dressed up for, for the holiday. Now, do you offer all of these every single week, or do you have different flavors? Or no, these, these are all offered every week. The, of course, the Valentine's will be temporary, so there are... Mm -hmm. uh, each month or so, there's something that's temporary. Around Christmas time, we have a uh, red and green and white bagel. Around Thanksgiving, there's a pumpkin spice bagel. And so things kind of rotate with that monthly. Do the kids different. come up with that concept? Oh, they sure do help. <laughs> I, my, my wife is the marketing genius also, so yeah. she came up with the heart bagel. I love it. Which All the credit for that. Which one is you your favorite? Yeah, which one is your fave? There's one bagel, and it's that one right there. The plain? You're, you're the OG. You're the OG really? bagel. Sure. Okay. Growing up, growing up, growing up in New York, every morning going out to do pools, you would stop at 7-Eleven. There would be a bin filled with bagels that were pre-sliced, cream cheese or butter, wrapped in cellophane, grab and go, and it was a plain bagel every morning. So I'm never going to stop with that. Okay. okay. Well, this brings me to my next question. Not that question. these are bad. It's just nothing can beat the real plain bagel. So you said cream cheese or butter. Mm -hmm. Is there the correct topping for it? Is there the correct <laughs> Exactly. So if we buy these bagels, tell us exactly what we then need to do. Do we toast them? Do we put them in? Yeah. Well, some, some people will eat them as is. My younger son will just tear into a bagel like it is. Okay. Or he'll have what you call a butter sandwich, <laughs> which is a pretty good description. He, okay. likes, he likes his butter. Gotcha. So uh, okay. other people won't eat them unless they're toasted, even if they're fresh. So it's it's really, that's, I think, where it gets fascinating. Everybody has yes. their own way to do it. And there's no right or wrong way, no. apparently. No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> and you brought some cream cheese. I know you don't sell cream cheese, we but don't. do you make your own cream cheese? We do make it for ourselves. Um, I make, um, I don't make the actual cream cheese, but mm -hmm. preparing it. We have a strawberry cream cheese that we make. The mm -hmm. family will go out berry picking and we make a... Uh, kind of a strawberry jam that we add to the cream cheese. Why, why are you guys so cute? <laughs> <laughs> Can I move in? I know. Yes. 
Yeah. I mean, your wife, what does she think yeah. of all of this too? I mean, I know she's she's she, the marketing. She's but. my she's my hero for putting up with me with all of this. <laughs> and and she's unbelievably, you know, supportive. And yeah. the ideas stem from her and and she's she's the brains of the operation. She helps my son with understanding the finances and yes. help him record, you know, each weekly um, profits and and so she's heavily heavily involved behind the scenes so because she's also a biology professor she yeah. is and and she she's the homeschool uh principal that's mm-hmm. a lot of hats. head teacher i'm i'm the uh, disciplinarian yeah. I'm, I'm the bus driver <laughs> i'm the, the facilities manager okay but and she's the rest do your students at polk state college know that you guys are also you know bacon bagels on the side i don't know i mean yeah. they might have looked it up by now i haven't heard because from i of feel them. like they would expect you to bring in some from time to time word gets out I've, yeah. brought, I've brought some into some of my colleagues from time to yeah. time so it's, you're it's a not popular a, it's, professor it's not a secret no yeah now, do your kids have a favorite uh, yeah, they both tend to go for the everything big. Wow. Okay. I, am, I don't think I've ever heard of an everything and Asiago together. That was by request from a neighbor. Neighbor said that that was their favorite, okay. and so we ended up uh, giving it a go. And a lot of these kind of stem from that. We didn't start with cinnamon raisin, but a good friend of ours was asking for them, so that went onto the menu. So it kind of grows that way. And how long does I'm sorry? How long does the process take? So yeah, you say that you do this on Sunday, finish. from start to finish. How long does something like this take? It's the night before. That's when when my son will start with the dough mixing. That'll be maybe ten o'clock or so at mm-hmm. night. So after all the orders are in, so. He'll be mixing dough for probably an hour or so while I'm rolling, and that'll go on for a couple of hours at night. And then they have a rest in the refrigerator as raw bagels, and then at about five in the morning, the kettle gets lit on the stove, and we start to boil and bake, and that takes maybe a couple of hours. When do you sleep? I don't remember the last time. (laughs) I didn't write down how long it took. And why is it so important? I mean, you talk a lot on, on your website about hand rolling. Mm-hmm. You why can is see that it. so important? You can see it right here on it's, this um, it, To me, it, it's a big part of the texture. There, there's something about the gluten structure. It's like microscopic little rubber bands. And if, if you don't have the right amount of tension in them, the chew isn't there. So rolling them by hand gives a little bit of a stretch to the bagel as you form it into its shape. There are machines that can replicate that pretty closely. But hand rolling them gives them a particular look, a particular spiral, and and there's a texture that you just can't get any other way. One of the things that so many business owners have had to contend with is supply chain issues, Mm -hmm. right? This one ingredient, one uh, place that they go to for whatever it might be, all of a sudden doesn't have it. Did you experience any of that? Sure. And what was that like, explaining that to your kid? What was the hardest thing to find? Well, we've had a couple of problems with... um, Price increases, right. we've had to think about, do we absorb this or do we pass it on? So far, we've had luck in finding other sources. Are there any eggs in your products? We- no, no. <laughs> that's, that's, yes. I was waiting for you to say there's no egg bagel on this, okay. but that's my favorite bagel that isn't on the table. Okay. So, so you don't have chickens running around the backyard just yet? <laughs> None that I'll admit to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we had to switch ingredients a few times. We had one week where we were getting an ingredient from Amazon and they just stopped selling it. So that turned into a panicked frenzy of calling around trying to find another place. So there's, there's been a lot of that anxiety about making sure that we have enough of everything in case something runs out. Because the last thing we want to do is have to call a bunch of people and say we're not coming on Sunday because we couldn't get something. I mean, what's yeah. an average an average amount of bagels you guys deliver in one Sunday? Right now on a, on a, a good week where we're full and sold out, it's probably a little bit more than 20 dozen, 20 baker's dozen. Wow, 20 dozen. Yeah, that's that's right now about our... Just all out of your kitchen. That is a lot of baking. That is a busy kitchen. We move fast. 
<laughs> I mean, did you hear though? He buys broken ovens and then, and then fixes, fixes them. them because you say I mean, you can buy anything cheap if it's what, broken. What we're trying to do is also, I mean, my wife and I are trying to make this a learning experience. It's a homeschooling project mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And so a lot of it is about trying to understand, you know, the value of, of money and things like that and how to how to maximize, you know, what you can get out of what you have. And so trying to teach them that it's not just a simple matter of go buy an expensive oven mm -hmm. and, and do something with it. You also want to think about how to how to make it more efficient. Mm -hmm. So many people watching this are going to see this and want to try this. But if you're not in Claremont, mm -hmm. you know, do you have plans to expand uh, or ship outside of the area? I, I love my day job. <laughs> and so, uh, no, there, there, there haven't been any plans for any of this at any point at any time. So no, no plans right now. We're, we're doing this. We like the, the level that we're mm -hmm. at, I think. Um, but we do ship. We, uh, last week I shipped some just to friends and family. Okay. Shipped to um, some family in Rhode Island and to some people in Florida. So we've come up with, with a way to package them and we're toying with it. Yeah. Okay. Say. I do think that for the people who live around your neighborhood, they can add that as resale value. Right. I mean, <laughs> every Sunday you get bagels delivered to your front door and your Sunday road. I, I like to think that, so thank you. Yeah. What has been the most surprising thing for you in this whole process? Um, Surprise, in terms of surprise, I think, you know, we've learned a lot about the people in our community. We've, we've come into contact with so many different people. Mm -hmm. And some of these people started off as somebody to order a bagel, and now they're friends. And, and the boys just, they, they'll bug me, has so-and-so ordered this week Aww. because we want to see, you know, that person. And so we've made so many really, really nice connections over this. And so I consider people not to be our customers, our neighbors, and our friends. And so the boys, I think, have learned a lot about you know, how to reach out into, you know, people outside just their neighborhood and, and to find good people, make friends with them. And you know what? Your sons are extremely lucky to have you yes. guys as parents yes. because talk about believing in your kids and, and, you know, practicing what you preach. I mean, through everything that you guys do. It's amazing. I feel like we need to try one. All right. I mean, I, I can't pick I, which I, one. I know. I can't think of why not. <laughs> Can I do the cinnamon? I'm, I'm going to take a you, bite you, of the cinnamon raisin. Okay. Give me a look at this. Do you want some cream cheese? No, I want to. I want to eat it. You want to eat it? Okay. And, oh, oh wow, on. that looks come amazing. On. That looks come amazing. On. Okay. Okay, you're gonna try that. Hmm. I I am drawn to the everything but the bagel this seasoning in general. So I'm looking at that one. This doesn't need any. Okay. Cream cheese or butter. Mm, can I get some coffee? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Look at this. Mm. These are big bagels. How much are they? I didn't ask you this question. Uh, a baker's dozen of all the normal varieties is $11. So we try to cover Very in. reasonable. That's reasonable. Really yes. far I below. Will, I might drive to Claremont. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. If you're in the area, this is the place to be. You have to pre-order. People can't just show up at your house. No, this is <laughs> bake, bake to order. So we, we bake what people mm. ask for. So each week we, we, have, a, so good. we have a list of what people ordered and we make those bagels. These are so Would thank you like good. One? Would you like one? Uh, no, I'm good for now, but thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Where can people find you online? Uh, the best way is through the website. That's uh, bagelboy.biz. Mm -hmm. www.bagelboy.biz and we have a Facebook account where we post updates, photos, we share other things that we bake and so that's uh, Claremont Bagel Boy. Who came up with the name? Bagel Boy? Mm -hmm. That's actually a good one. I'm not exactly sure. Okay. I, I might have but I think it was a collaborative thing. It's so, a good name. Yes. Good name. It was obvious it was going to be about the boys so it found its way in there. 
Oh, okay. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Thank we you very appreciate much. it. We're going to continue to feast I'm here. I'm not sharing this yeah. with the newsroom at all. <laughs> Don't tell him that you yes. came. That was awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Bill Caldicutt. You can find his business online at bagelboy.biz. You can also find it on Facebook. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. You can also find Candace Campos on social media. She's on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley, our post-production audio engineer, Chris Flora, and our production team, Rich Burns and Bob Myers. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you stream podcasts. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on ClickOrlando.com and on YouTube, just search for Florida Foodie. 